Welcome to the podcast of the Las Vegas Rotary Club. My name is Jim Cole, and I'm proud to be the 96th president of Las Vegas Rotary. Las Vegas Rotary's main focus is on youth, specifically youth literacy and life skill development. If you're in town, we invite you to join us at the Lowry's Prime Rib at noon on Thursdays. You can also find more information about our meetings on lasvegasrotary.com. If you're unable to join us, we live stream our meetings on Facebook at noon Pacific Time Thursdays. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Chin. I'm a little on the short side, even in heels. Um, I want to thank the club, first off, for allowing me to come back and, and speak about a passion that I truly, truly have. Superbuild, um, I've been involved since I became a Rotarian, um, and it's now, I think I'm on my 10th year. Um, because of my passion for Superbuild, I got involved approximately five years ago and went and talked to every club in the state of Nevada, including this one. And because of my passion, they asked me to be the co-chair. And then I became chair and did that for a total of three years and then stepped aside and had a wonderful replacement that's part of this club, Kirk. And uh, he replaced me for two years, and then they asked me to come back and, and um, take the ropes again. So... That's why I get an opportunity to see many of the bright, shiny faces that I know. Um, what I'd like to do, because I have met some new members today, um, what I'd like to do is just show a video. Um, it goes with a song um, that I'm also passionate about. And um, I'd just like you to see the video. There's no one talking in it. And then I'm going to go into what exactly Superbuild is and why we as Rotarians are involved. So if you can, please, that would be great. See myself 
wanted you to see the video and I really wanted you to see the people that were in the video because it was if you might have noticed it was people of all ages that got together on a Saturday morning bright and early met at 5 30 a.m. in an area just outside of Mexico and we went over to build homes Superbuild was started some time ago in District 5300. And it was combined with Corazon. Corazon being of the heart. Corazon is a church group that decided to start building homes in Mexico one at a time over 30 years ago. Today they build 40 homes a year and that's greatly to do with the relationship of Rotarians district 5300 once a year gathers depending on how many homes we're building this year we're building two we gather 45 volunteers per home that'd be 90 volunteers this year we get together those of us that are from Nevada go over a day early. So if we're building on a Saturday morning, which will be May 18th of this year, we travel over on a Friday. We get together Friday night, have some fun with each other. And then Saturday morning, bright and early again, we get together at 5.30 a.m. At 6 a.m., we load up two buses, one bus per location of the build. And the reason why we've gone to buses where we didn't do that before, we've done it the last few years, is it makes it much more of, um, copacetic and helpful to the to core zone so that we're all together and we don't can imagine at each house having 30 to 45 cars. Not fun. We travel by bus together in camaraderie, and we go to Tecate, Mexico, okay, with our passports. And we are greeted by all volunteers, 
Corazon is all volunteers. They have a total of, of, if I'm correct, they may have graduated to four, but typically it's three employees. The rest, everybody is, again, volunteers. They greet us, and we're given instructions because people say, oh, my goodness, I'm going to build a home? What do you mean I'm going to build a home? I've never lifted a hammer. It's okay. There's jobs for everybody. They instruct us, and they have what they call blue shirts. Blue shirts are the ones that, we, that tell us what we're going to do. And believe it or not, we build these homes in a day. So you say, how can you build a home in a day? Well, the good news is three to four days before we arrive, a family is notified. And they are notified because there's a wheelbarrow that's brought to them with sacks of cement in it. And they're notified that they have been chosen by their community and Corazon to be the recipients of a home. And this wheelbarrow with cement in it is going to be their foundation for their new home. Then the volunteers of the community help them pour their foundation, sometimes a little crooked, sometimes a little uneven, but that's okay. Because we arrive and we put together it's approximately 15, 15 by 15. Some of us have tough sheds in our backyard that are bigger than these homes. Yet to these, the individuals that have been chosen to receive a home, it's their castle. It's, their go it's going to be a roof over their head, a roof over their children's head, and sometimes their parents. Typically, all these homes have three generations. They are one, we'll call it a great room. One great room with a shelf, which we'll call a kitchen, a parti uh, partition wall to give them a little separation where, from where they may eat, and then a loft upstairs with stairs going up. The children sleep up in the loft. Parents down below, and if there's grandparents, they'll sleep on the partition, on the other side of the partition. It'll be their first opportunity to have a locking door and windows that are screened over to make sure that they don't get broken because it would be impossible for them to replace them. How are these families chosen? They are chosen through Corazon and their community by giving over 200 hours community service, much like we do. We give back. So they give to their community. They also make promises. They have to keep their children in school. Okay? They have to not only keep their children in school, they have to put a garden at their location of their new home. They have to have a garden at the location so that they can grow vegetables. And then whatever they don't need in their family's home, they give back to their community. So you're going to hear me say oh, time and time again how much they give back to their community. Many times where they're coming from before they get this new home is they're coming from a lean-to. 
We had a family, they lived under two garage doors that were put together as protection. Other times they live on the inside of another family member's home. They come from all different situations. We've had literally a father break down in tears and say that he was so thankful for the home that he was receiving because if his daughter was left out in the elements any longer, it was going to kill her. She was that sick. So again, between the community and Corazon, the families are chosen for the home. We show up, we're given directions. Some of us become framers. Some of us become roofers. Some of us are great painters. And some of us hand out bottles of water to make sure that we're all taken care of and that we have our thirst quenched. We're all participating at the level that we are able to participate at. And that's what I wanted you to see in that video. I had my 14-year-old grandson in the video. I had my twin brother by my side. And I had fellow Rotarians that I've seen for many, many, many years. Some of them as old as 90 years old. All there to make sure that they could contribute to putting a roof over a family's head. Now, what we do, and the reason why I come to these meetings, is we raise $9,000 per home. Does it cost us $9,000 to put together a home? No. The $9,000 that's raised is to build the home, to make sure that books and uniforms keep the children in school because they have to have their uniforms and books. Otherwise, they're not allowed in school. Keeps the children in school. Keeps the community centers that are built by Corazon. Keeps them live and well. And gives an opportunity for a parent that may have lost a job or not able to work in the field that they used to work in. Gives them the education to find a new job. So the $9,000 goes in many, many, many directions. As far as how many homes, again, we're building two homes. Now I'm going to go into the specifics. There's a letter that went out to all the presidents and all to, out to the international chairs. It went out on Monday. It has the name of a hotel because I'd make sure that I'm get a book of rooms ready for you. So, especially for Nevadans, because we're traveling over typically Friday night, staying Friday night, we stay Saturday night, and then we come home on Sunday. Because Saturday, you're pretty, you're pretty tasked out. Because we're starting again at 5.30, we're leaving to go over the border at 6 a.m. We're finishing the home by nightfall. That's how quickly these homes go up. I do want to mention too, besides the room, in part of that 9,000, we've now graduated in the last three years, we've graduated to have a three-quarter bath on the back of the house. The three-quarter bath happens to be a toilet, a shower, the cistern on top of the house, so that they have water to go down to the shower. Pretty small. Gives each me member of the family a shower a week. 
Yet the neat thing is, is they have it. They didn't have them before. And it puts a little septic, little, little teeny one out at the back of the house, which gets pumped on a regular basis by the community. I did want to mention that, and that's part of the 9,000. So, again, hotel-wise, La Quinta, it's not a five-star, yet sheets are clean, beds are nice, people are friendly, and they feed us in the morning before we take off. We'll be staying in, at the, um, in Chula Vista at La Quinta. I've arranged for the rooms on a, on a fee of something, I want to say an approximate $93 for the king size, and I think it's 103 for two doubles. I've only booked in our rooms at 50. So you want to make sure that if we're short on rooms, I need to know right away so that I can arrange for more. And you want to make hotel reservations. And more importantly than anything is you want to go on to corezone.org. You can go on the district website, District 5300 website, and sign up. Yet I'm going to give you a shortcut. Corezone.org. And you look for the May 18th build. There's two builds. There's A and B. Those are both ours. You get an opportunity to go ahead and sign up. Again, it's only 45 volunteers per build. We have one club out of California that's bringing 15 people. Okay. So the, I'm letting everybody know as I charge into Nevada, get on there and sign up right away. The opening started on Monday. So there's plenty of openings, yet if you are interested in going, please do now. Please sign up. Um, as far as any other logistics, I've covered rooms, I've covered a date, I've covered the costs. What, we, what the whole idea is to go out and have all the clubs contribute. And typically, in the beginning of the president's year, you guys already have assigned towards different items that you're contributing towards, and Superbuild typically is in there. Yet a lot of times new Rotarians don't know what Superbuild is. And I want you to know that it's us venturing very close by, yet changing the lives of many. And who has the opportunity to do an international contribution of self and change the lives of a family and their children and their children and their children? Because those homes are going to be staying stand, standing. And it's really nice each year that we go back, we know which homes we built. They're cookie cutter, but they're, they've been changed. They put little boxes of flowers out in the front. They'll paint them a really fun color. We started with Easter egg colors. Because the paint is usually donated. The lumber is donated and so forth and so on. So I think at this time, what I'd like to do is I'd like to open it up to questions. Yes. Thank you, Jim. That's a very good question. Jim asked me, is the property donated? 
the property must be owned by the individual getting the home. So what you will find is many times the home that's being built is on a family member's land and will be building a home right next to another home that was built years before. Or it has been given to them by somebody in the community because it must be owned. The land must be owned because they cannot have that home, once we build it, taken away from them. A very good question. Yes. Do they have uh, running water for the kitchens, or I mean, what do they cook with? That's also a good question. You notice I didn't mention anything about electricity and water. That's why we're able to build the homes in a day. There is no plumbing like we're used to. Certainly no electricity like we're used to. When we leave, immediately following a line, electrical line from one house to another to another, not quite as fancy as we have, but an electrical line gets pulled from another house and taken to that house so they have electricity. As far as running water, no. They have water trucks that come through and give the families water and they store water. That is why that three-quarter bathroom has become quite the miracle with the cistern on top of the house. And that's filled up once a week when they deliver the water for the household. So water trucks do come through the community, but that is their running water. Other questions? Yes. Last question. This isn't a question. This is just to say that I'm sure all the women in this room right now think you are absolutely, positively wonderful. Thank you. I just think that a woman heading this is unbelievable. I just wanted to say that. Thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. And if you have more questions, uh, she can uh, stay, and we'll be uh, happy to answer them for you. Um, as we do with all of our guests, uh, we'd like to present you with a Share What You Can Award. And uh, the, with this award, uh, we are going to present a uh, meal to a needy veteran in your name. So thank you so much for coming to speak to us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. As we leave here today, let's go forth into the world in peace. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all persons. Love and serve each other, rejoicing in the fellowship of Rotary. Be people of action. Be the inspiration. Meeting adjourned. We hope you enjoyed this podcast of our latest meeting. If you'd like to know more about our projects or are interested in membership in the club, please visit us at lasvegasrotary.com. Now go forth and be the inspiration.